Hi, this is Christine, and I'm a Plus member at gspn.tv. Uh, one of the reasons why I became one is that I love the community. I love what Cliff and Stephanie are doing. I'm so inspired by them willing to try and step out and live a dream. But I could, how could I not support something like that? I love the interaction that I have with other Plus members. I love the Plus member extra shows. I love Stephanie Unplugged. It's something that I believe in. So why not support something like that? Community Voice Podcast, episode number eight. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Voice Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and we're here again with another interview with an, a GSPN.TV Plus member. This time, we're going to New York City, and we're going to be talking with Christine Peel Malkoff. Christine, welcome yeah? to the show. <laughs> So it is, uh, some. I think this is the first time maybe that I've talked to somebody that's in my own time zone. And Yay! you got up early this morning, uh, We joined us at uh, 6, I guess you started with us a little bit uh, around 6 o'clock this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, have been listening, and, and here it is, 6.40 in the morning, and uh, welcome. I, I'm so thankful that you were willing to fill one of my early morning spots. You're very welcome. And for those who are who are just now tuning in, we are recording this as part of a 24-hour straight nonstop podcast marathon where during the entire 24 hours we are recording various episodes of various podcasts here at gspn.tv. And uh, this episode is all about Christine and we want to learn all about you. And so uh, to start things off, why don't you tell us what you want us to know about who Christine is? Oh, gosh. Um, okay. I live in New York City. I am a nanny. I take care of three little children. Um, I have a cat. Um, I dream of pursuing acting, so I'm making plans to do that this year. Um, I'm married to um, a comedian, which brings a certain... Uh, interesting element into my life, some of the adventures that we go on because of some of the work that he does. Um, I've lived all over the country. I was originally born, um, originally from Alaska, but I've lived in a number of different states. Um, I love my family. I love my nieces. I do a podcast with my sister because we have so much fun talking to each other that we thought we'd share it with others. Very so cool. That's about it. And I think you were among the first who ever took my podcasting 101 webinars. Yes, yes. I'm the one that's not technically savvy. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I remember that. And you and here you are, Pink Anchors. What what episode are you guys on now? Um, I think we just recorded episode 19. So here we are. And and it, it you're on episode 19. You're you when you started out, you were not technically savvy. Is what you yeah. you said of yourself, <laughs> and Correct. and your sister. You live in New York City. Your sister lives where? In Michigan. And so you purchased some equipment from me, I believe, right? Uh huh. 
And you are recording a Skype conversation with your sister to put into a podcast, and you're on episode 19. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. So <laughs> I think that's awesome. Uh, let's let's get to the peak acres in just a little bit. But uh, before we do that, I want to ask you some questions. So um, to, to start things off, I want to find out how did you get introduced to GSPN.TV initially? Well, I, I believe it was your last podcast. I had um, just gotten an iTouch for Christmas last year and was looking on iTunes for any free content. So that would be interesting to listen to. And Lost was one of the first things that came to my mind. And I think... I think your podcast is the very first one I ever listened to. That is cool. I'm honored to be somebody's first podcast. <laughs> there, are, there are several of them out there, but uh, but that is always neat to hear. And um, so when you when you found our podcast, what did you what did you think? I mean, did you think who are these people? What what are they all about? And, and stuff like that. What was your initial impression? Because I, I know we weren't that great back then. Well, I think also, I think the first episode I listened to was not an episode that was after a show. It was during when Lost was on hiatus. So I can't even remember exactly what we, you guys were talking about concerning the show. I have this distinct memory of listening to your show while I was at the laundromat doing laundry. I think you guys were talking about Christmas and taking your kids to the movies. And you had all these, like, you had, like, gone off on a tangent and you were telling these funny stories. And I remember laughing out loud in the laundromat. And so I was like, I love listening to these guys just talk. And so as soon as I heard you guys mention the full-time mom and my crazy life, I just started checking out your other podcast just to, because I loved hearing your guys' interaction. I loved hearing, just hearing about your guys' life. I just found it really entertaining. Very cool. Now, um, you are are very typical of, of uh, the the people who cons- who I consider to be the active participating members of the community and 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 you said you started to um listen to us about a year ago but you immediately jumped right into joining the community uh can you explain to us maybe in your mind what what it means for you to join the community how that you got involved not just with cliff and stephanie but with other people um well i remember well, because I kept on remembering you guys, like, join the community. And I remember being a little, like, I think I want to, but I'd never been on any forum before. I'd never chatted with anyone online that I hadn't met in person. I'd never done any of that before. But um, I know I wanted, I know I was interested, because I heard you guys referring to other listeners, and you guys all seemed to be having so much fun with each other. So I remember joining the forum, calling into the full-time mom, and immediately getting people saying, hi, welcome. And, and I remember distinctively um, Allison L. commenting on my voice message to the full-time mom. And so I was like, I, I, I don't know. I felt like I wanted to be a part of it. So I started, I think I started, I, I started Twitter. I think that was the big thing for me. Right. And I'd first heard Twitter from you. And then I went and started following different community members on Twitter, and I loved the daily interaction with other people who are interested in some of the same things I was interested in, but I think, I think some of the huge benefits I received just from building some of those relationships is that um, I, I know that, 
I'm trying to figure out how I want to phrase this, but I, I it was it was just it's just this interesting thing that I don't think I've ever experienced where I really felt like I was getting to know some really great people and build relationships with people that I had never met in person, but I really they they're they've become my friends now. And I think Twitter's helped with that. The forum, I mean they have you guys have the I think some of the like the lost conversations were so fun for me right. because the people that I talked to lost, like I talked to my brother and I talked to my sister, but then finding all of these other people who were just as passionate about this television show, was just, it was just so much fun. And then it grew into something even bigger than that. Like little things like, you know, you're Twittering whatever or, you know, saying, oh, I'm sick today and having all these people who I slowly becoming friends with say, oh, I hope you feel better. You know, there's just, you have such, I don't know, like, you're, whatever you and Stephanie have done has attracted some really amazing people all over the world. And so it's been kind of cool to get to know these people because they're, they're just great. Your community is just great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, sure. So, so we, we know that you're pursuing acting. Are you looking to do, like, musical theater? Are you looking to do Broadway? Uh, are you looking to do... Uh, TV shows. What, what kind of acting are you interested in? I'm I'm more interested in film and television. I've always been sort of fascinated with that. Gotcha. So, yeah. So I mean, there's not as much work in New York as there is in LA, but um, that's where I'm going to start. At. I mean, I want to do some theater, but I, I don't really have big aspirations to do a Broadway show. That's what would really ha- it's hard work, but and I admire people who do a show like eight shows a week, but. What would be your dream acting job? Just, I mean, if you, if somebody says, listen, I see so much talent in you, no matter what you want to do, you tell me, we'll make it happen. What, what would that be? Oh gosh. I mean, I'd love to do one really great film. And I mean, ultimately, and um, I feel like I'm putting myself out on a limb by even just saying this, but I think my ultimate dream is to actually write a script that I, that, and create a role for myself. Like, tell a really great story that either I've written the script or I've at least written the story for, and to be able to play the in that. That would be cool. Who are some of your heroes in the acting industry? Who are people you look up to and say, wow, I'm very impressed by what they do? Oh, gosh. I mean, there's there's just, there's so many. There's so many. That's the, one of the things lately that I've been, I'm really, and I feel bad because I can't remember their names, that I am really inspired by is there's this actor and director team that did this film called Bella, which is this really great story, but just the idea that these guys went from, you know, one particular, the lead actor in the film, you know, totally changed his life around and decided that he wanted to make films that had strong morals in them and like turned down so much work in order to do um, films that he believed in. And that kind of stuff in my, like inspires me, people who have turned down stuff because they want to create work that they're really proud of. Like, I mean, off the top of my head, there's, there's, there's so many people that are just really good, but I'm like, it's kind of early in the morning. I'm trying to think who, I mean, I, I love, um, Oh, 
I'm blanking. I'm sorry, Cliff. That, that's okay. How about this? <laughs> let, let me ask you, are there anybody that you ever run into being in New York and it's like, oh my gosh, that is so-and-so? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've it's happened a couple of times and there's always sort of this double like, oh, wait a second, who who was that? I remember, I remember walking down in Soho and it was Drew Barrymore and I've I've seen Tony Bennett and I've seen... Um, who else have I seen? I've seen Oliver Platt. I think I was pretty excited about that. Um, I've seen um, who, who other big people have I seen? I ran into Ethan Hawke. I've uh, met Ethan Hawke. I've, you know, I've, yeah. I mean, I, I, every once in a while, you're like, wait a second, who was that? I mean, I think I was really excited because there was one night where I was actually, I got to see a um, actors from the television show Mad Men, and I saw, like, Jeremy Piven, and I saw some cast members from Saturday Night Live. And that was pretty exciting for me. Kristen Wiig, I think one of the people that I was, like, I bumped into her at something. Like, I didn't bump into her. She was sort of in my way. I needed to get past her, and I was like, uh, sorry, excuse me. And then as soon as I realized who she was, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was Kristen Wiig, who so- I love on Saturday Night Live, so... So, so let me. So, have you ever th- considered the fact that maybe one day, uh, let's say five, ten years down the road from now, that you'll be, you know, running in and grabbing a bite to eat at the local deli or something like that, and as you walk out the door, everybody's going to be saying, "Oh my gosh, that was Christine Poole! Can you believe it?" <laughs> have you ever thought well, about that? No, I haven't thought about that. I've thought about it with my husband, though. I've thought about there's going to be times when we're like, "Oh, that's Mark Malgoff." That kind of, it, it doesn't happen entirely, but there have been, because some of the work that he's done has gotten some coverage, but there have been times when we've been somewhere and people, like, he's like, yeah, they keep on looking at me. We'll be, like, on the subway, and people keep on, like, giving double looks at him, whether they're trying to recognize him from something or not. So I thought about that more on, like, I'll be with my husband, and maybe people will be like, oh, my gosh. But I, I've never really thought about that for myself. Now your husband has done some crazy things that I'm aware of, uh, such as he, he didn't he attempt to visit every single Starbucks in uh, New York City within a certain time frame. Yeah, he visited 171 Starbucks um, in less than 24 hours. Yeah, that was pretty. It, I th- it was one of those things where he thought it would be funny, plus the fact that people said it was impossible, and he. He actually did it. I was pretty scared that whole day because he was on a bike for most of it, and he would be consuming a lot of caffeine. Because mm-hmm. at every Starbucks he went to, he would purchase something and consume it. And I remember every time he called me, I was like, "Thank God he's still alive." <laughs> <laughs> those those are great videos, by the way. I, I actually watched uh, the YouTube of that, and people can go into YouTube and just search for uh, Mark Malkoff, M A L K O F F. Is that right? Yeah. Uh huh. Or they, or does he have just his own domain as well? Doesn't he? He he does. I mean, for that video, he has one seventy one Starbucks. He has a markmalkoff dot com, but it's um it's being updated soon. And then he has Mark lives in IKEA. Yeah, tell us about the IKEA deal. That that was a little bit more strange than than the the the, the Starbucks is kind of like you know it's like oh, that's cool, but the the IKEA just seems a little you know how did that come about? Tell us what it is and how it came about. Well, the whole idea is that if you had to be kicked out of your apartment for a week, where would you stay? And he thought 
he he basically went to Ikea and asked him if he'd let them live there, if he could live there for a week. And they said yes. I mean, I still remember getting the phone call from him when he's like, I can't believe they just said yes. And so they gave him his own apartment. I mean, he made, basically, he, he, he promised them, you know, at any point when, if you think any of the content I put online, any of the videos that I make, you disagree with them, don't like them, you can kick me out. Like, it's totally fine with me. I, I try and, all my stuff is clean. Children can watch it. So he was really selling himself, and they trusted him. They, they actually loved him. I met some of the people that had gave the okay, and they're like, we just love Mark. And so they let him live there for a week. He had his own apartment. He would let um, shoppers come and jump on the bed with him. Yes, I, um, that's the funniest part. If people, <laughs> li- if you're listening to this, go and check these videos out because the the wa- watching Mark and various getting in instigating customers jumping on the IKEA beds is just uh, it. You just don't get any funnier than that. Yeah, I mean, some of the customers like they. People would come just to visit him. He had grade school, like he'd have like children from classrooms that would come and visit him at IKEA. He had old ladies that would come and visit him. You know, they were like, "Oh yeah, we saw your video online, and we wanted to come and say hi to you." And and he had um, he had he was doing radio interviews from all over the world. He um, he got Lisa Loeb to play a little concert at IKEA for him, and he it was he just had. It was an exhausting week because the whole time he was there, they were shooting little videos and they were editing them and trying to put them up right then and there. You had all these people willing to work for free and it's exhausting, but as far as a comedian goes, it was like, it was like a dream come true. He had so much fun. And so some of the videos I still, when I watch them, I like laugh out loud because they're so funny. I mean, the whole idea of being able to play with the night security guard. Yeah. So that was that was sort of crazy because the whole that whole week and then even weeks after, I got a lot of like, "How's Mark doing?" or "How did that go?" and so. But with that, you know, comes also you learn how to not read certain comments that people leave on YouTube and stuff like that because some people just like to be mean, yeah, and write awful things. And you know, I was in two of the videos, so I would. I shouldn't have, but I would go and I'd read comments and people would say stuff about me. And that surprisingly wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And a lot of that, I mean, I've, I, one of the reasons why I called into the full-time mom is that they did those episodes of, like, what true beauty was. And so yeah. actually reading through those comments where people were just downright mean didn't bother me as much because I wasn't putting so much value on what other people said. I'll tell you that those are that was probably. Why don't you do me a favor and tell tell folks about uh, the full time mom podcast because that's not something we've we've really brought up here uh, and and those particular episodes and why you because you listen to the full time mom and mm-hmm. and and you don't have any children of your own so so what's up with that? <laughs> well, I mean, I do work with kids, but the, what I love about the full time mom is just two friends sharing their friendship. And I love that. And I really enjoy um, I really enjoy the way they interact with each other. I really enjoy getting to know Stephanie and Sarah. And um, I love hearing stories. They talk about their children. But in particular, I love how the honesty, too. Like some of the subjects that have come up, some of the things that they're 
like at different points within like the last year and a half and stuff, things that they've struggled with or are working on, they've left themselves to be so relatable. I mean, there have been things that they've talked about that I'm like, oh, that's what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And I'm not crazy. There's other people working through this too. It's very encouraging, especially, I mean, they did a couple episodes of like what true beauty is and trying, you know, struggling to, to work on that and like teach that with their children. And it's so helpful to hear people talk about that kind of stuff. Um, especially for me. So absolutely, it's one of my favorite shows. I love it. Very cool. Let me ask you, um, to explain, you know, the, the community, you know, the part of gspn.tv community experience, uh, during PodCamp NYC two. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. I was, I mean, I knew I wanted to do a show and I knew, oh, then I should, I should go to PodCamp. But being able to go and meet people that were um, part of a community and passionate about some of the same things I was passionate about was, was so much fun. I mean, because I got to meet you and Stephanie. I met Seth Mark. I met Andrea. Um, I feel like there were a couple other people, like just um, going to PodCamp and feeling like I wasn't entirely alone. Right. And that there were, there were friends there. Like, and I hadn't met you guys in person yet, but I definitely felt like you, you were friends. And it just, it, it just, it was so great because I felt like pulled into just even the community of like what PodCamp is. And I didn't, I, I didn't feel like such an outsider. Right. That is that. Those are those are the the fun times when when we get to meet. And, and matter of fact, I, I, earlier in I, during the marathon here, I was talking to Tess and I and, and I was talking about the fact that you know what I love is taking these online friendships and turning them into the face to face. You know, the, to to putting the 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 actual real life interaction with one another. And, and I'll just tell you, that was a, that was a cool event. I was glad to finally get to meet you. And, uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was a blast. It was a blast. To, we, we, uh, I, I guess a whole group of us uh, from the gspn.tv community, we all went walking around, uh, central park. And I remember every minute of it. It was, it was for me that that will forever be my New York city experience and, <laughs> or at least my first New York experience because I, I hope to go back soon and, and I couldn't have thought of any better way to, to spend it than to, to hang out with people who I'd gotten to know on know online through, through this interaction and then to get to meet and, and a bunch of us. It was, it was just a great time. It really was. It was so much fun. I'll tell you what, if, in case anybody wanted to be able to find you online and interact with you on Twitter in the, much in the same way that you got to learn about other people on Twitter, how would they find you? Where, what's your Twitter ID? My Twitter ID is Peeler. P-E-E, let's see, P-E-E-L-E-R, correct? Yep, uh-huh. All right, and of course, you do have a podcast now, and it's called Pink Acres. What's the website address for your uh, podcast? It is pinkacres.tv. Very cool. Well, Christine, thank you so much for joining me for the Community Voice Podcast. And thank you so much for being such a valuable part of our community. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye.